I speak the truth. I'm gonna ask you to Google like that. This can't be real. She's only now beginning to consume the corpses. That's devastating. Whales are getting breast cancer. And for whatever reason, I was really high. What? BFK, get your dick sucked. Different than, than what mom and dad want. I know lots of stupid shit that I shouldn't really have any reason to know. Welcome to Ball of Confusion, a podcast where we try to make sense of this crazy spinning space rock we're on. I am producer boy Frank, and along with me is the Sunshine City Center, Rob Lee. What's going on, everybody? Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. So we've had an interesting beginning of the week so far. We, uh... Last night did the uh, the trippy show. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, it's on uh, Radio IO, the uh, the Bubba Army networks. Bubba Army, baby. Yeah. <laughs> but that, that was cool. That was that was fun. I think uh, we'll probably be on their show in person, maybe this next Monday, uh, upcoming Monday, I guess it would be. I hope so. Yeah, so it'd be the twenty second. I don't know. We'll wait to find out, and we'll deuces. The deuces. But uh, Rob will tweet it out once we know for sure if we'll be on. Uh, but go, uh, go give them a listen. A trippy show. I know they got a Facebook page. I'll look that up at some point. Please and thank you. Yeah. Um, uh, what else you been up to, man? Uh, working like a slave. I felt like I was an extra in the movie Django Unchained today. Not Amistad. <laughs> that too. Whatever you want it to be. It sucked. <laughs> Painting. Yeah, it was uh not not the fun painting that Rob does. Yeah, not fun painting like Africa hot painting. It yeah. sucked. <laughs> you know, I noticed um last night uh when you were over, when you were leaving, that since we've started this podcast, every now and then we get into conversations that are off the air and I oftentimes want to tell you to just shut up and save it for the podcast, you know, cuz they're entertaining. Word to that. <laughs> so like last night when you were leaving, you said something about the Chiquita Banana Lady dying. I was just like, oh, man, we got to save that for the podcast. All I know is that bitch is dead. <laughs> ever... I didn't even know she was real. I thought it was just a cartoon drawing. Yeah, I mean, I just thought, yeah, sketch on a nanner. Well, whatever. It looks like a dick anyway. So <laughs> Nanner sketch. Yeah, it's a lady dick. A lady dick. Chiquita dick. Chiquita dick. That'll be easier for our... Trans brethren or sisterin or whatever, get a nice banana dick. What the ones that want to switch? Yeah, man. Ugh. I don't. <laughs> you I don't mean, get down. Do whatever you want, but I I don't know about that whole banana peeling your deal and flipping it inside out. When you talk about the mechanics of the surgery, it does sound much much worse. Hey, man. <laughs> truths are truths. So. All right. Well, uh, we terrifying got... as they are. Yeah, we've got a little bit of feedback from uh, from some listeners. Uh, first, we were talking about uh, becoming a piece of glass and about uploading our consciousnesses uh, last week. How do we know that already hasn't happened? Exactly. Yeah. Well, our one listener, Tophocles, a futurist, uh, got after us because apparently after you said conscience, I went to conscious, and of course it's consciousness, so he wanted to remind us by saying it's consciousness, not conscious, you boobs. Eat an Oxford English Dictionary bag of dicks. <laughs> but Dick. that's right, and I corrected myself at some point. Whatever. I mean, seriously, you know what I meant. I know what you meant. Everybody knows what we meant. You no know, one knows what we meant. Why do you, Why do you gotta belittle me? That sucks. All right. Well, before and it was belittling me, I think more so. Keep but, your uh, Keep your word, dick, to yourself. I slang in that word, dick. Before I read you this next bit, I want you to tell tell us about your idea for um for the choosing random page thing. Oh, so I had a little idea. Um we could get a wheel that spins with numbers going around. Spin it and based on that number pick a page out of an extremely womanly novel book, whatever you want to call it. And I'm going to read it in my, you know, way that I read things. And uh, What do you think I, it might sound like? Really fucking gay. <laughs> give, just give us an example. What do you think if you just picked page 269 and bodice rippers? Jerry saw Bianca walking on the beach all by herself. He ran to her. He whispered in her ear, baby, right now. She obliged, stripped down to nothing. 
as did he. They began to make love. However, this is the beach, and there's sand in her vagina, so it sucked for his dick. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, that actually had a lot less dick than I thought it was going to have in it. So now let me read you this update we got. This okay. is a letter. <clears throat> so, my roommate was listening to episode two the other day. The most interesting part of the show was the amazing methodical revelation of a grown, purportedly heterosexual man coming openly to the realization that he's clearly gay. I'm a psych student at Vandy, Vanderbilt, and needless to say, I was floored. Your host Rob associates absolutely everything in the world with the male penis. His obsession was truly remarkable. You could be talking about the color of the sky or grabbing fast food earlier in the day, and inevitably, it'll end up with Rob somehow reaching for a way to reference another man's penis, usually a stranger. Freud would have a field day. Anyhow, Rob, congratulations on coming to terms, on the radio in front of tons of people, no less, with your latent homosexuality. I believe you should now be introduced as the poster boy for repressed homosexual tendencies and overly macho heterosexual men, Rob Lee. Stay confused, Jeremy in Nashville, Tennessee. I was just going to ask, what's this guy's name? <laughs> <clears throat> Jeremy, you're a little bitch. You're a little cunt. Fuck you. You know what? Actually, I take that all back. I really don't give a fuck what you think. Who gives a fuck that everything looks like a fucking dick? Deal with it. <laughs> it's a dick. So, Everything's a dick. So you're you're telling me every doctor that gives people physicals, is a homosexual? I think maybe he's saying that every doctor who sees a banana or a Slurpee or a shrub and then thinks about penises is gay. Well, that's fucking stupid. <laughs> you know, it, it's called uh, self-amusement. Self-amusing the penis. Right, if it makes me laugh, who gives a shit? I'm not trying to suck it or touch it or Dutch rudder it or... Even see it, I don't even want to see it. I just, I can't talk about it? What the fuck? You don't want to see LeBron's dick? Uh, did I have a choice? <laughs> Thanks, TNT. Thanks, public television. <laughs> yeah, I'm shocked that uh, there's been no giant outrage on that, like Janice, Janet Jackson, you know? Yeah, I, I really don't understand either. I mean, I think because they know that the Janet thing was kind of pre-planned. Uh -huh. I don't think LeBron planned a... Flash his penis to the whole world. Yeah, he you know definitely didn't seem like he wanted to. No, that was an accident. You know what I mean? They knew they were going to rip that titty thing off, and it was going to show. Even though I've seen it a thousand times, and you can't even see it. You would think these camera people would be more careful. Like, how many times have we seen in, like, uh, after a football game in the locker room, you know? And they're like, oh, interviewing yeah, some quarterback, and there's just... This All of a sudden, there's this, you know, shadow of a fucking dick. Deal with it, fucking Jeremy. Deal with it. <laughs> Deal with that dick. Deal with it. Well, we'll see if he follows up. It's nice getting some uh, SEC psych students to analyze all the shit that's wrong. Fuck him. He goes to the most puss-ass SEC school. Fucking the only thing you've ever had come out of there is fucking David Price. Yeah, I was about to say that. Jay Cutler, which is debatable. Mm -hmm. And now you're about to... Or you just had the number one pick in the baseball draft. Some third mm -hmm. baseman. Oh, so yeah. That's it. Other than that, Jack shit. Who got the third baseman? Um, not the Rays, obviously. We've why got... can I not think of that off the top of my head? Arizona? Arizona? Okay. I think it was Arizona. Okay. Not Houston, since they were so shitty? No, Houston actually had the number one pick last year, and the guy they picked didn't sign. Oh, yeah? Which is fucking stupid. Yeah, because yeah, um, now they're doing good. Yeah, well, they get a number two pick this year as compensation, so... Nice. You know, they still got a, a great player at two. They had two other picks in the first round, plus they had number 46. So they ended up with three of the top eight prospects in the draft in the first round, and then they drafted a pitcher 46 overall. I mean, they're going to kill. What uh, what happened to the kid that didn't sign? Did he just go to college or something and he'll get to give it another crack or what? He, yeah, um, the last person I can remember not signing out of the draft was J.D. Drew. He got picked number two overall to the Phillies. He became a nobody. Not really. <laughs> I mean, you know, at the end of his career, his last contract, he was making $20 million a year. Yeah, which, yeah I'm joking. <laughs> I mean, his numbers didn't warrant that, but be that as it may, he got $20 million, which you can't really hate on. 
Yeah, but yeah, he didn't sign, and he went and played independent league ball for a year, and then got redrafted the next year by the Cardinals, number five, and he played there. Yeah. So, yeah. but he was awesome in college. Oh my god! It's weird how that shit works. Like the um, metal, what's his metal face? bat? <laughs> well, yeah, no, no, the, not the college thing, but just like sometimes uh, what seems like a draft screw up works out well for people. Like what's his face, uh, Lale? What's a dude who may or may not have murdered the pregnant woman right before the NFL draft? And then... Oh, uh, Latrell or Lael or something? Collins? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, I remember that. And so he basically didn't get drafted. So, you know, well, and, and, and in this age where you don't like, you know, the first pick doesn't necessarily get, you know, $30 million a year contract. What he ended up doing is getting to cherry pick the team he wanted to go to. So he went to the Cowboys. Kind of. There was, there a, was lot a lot of teams that were like, there were you a, don't even exist. There were a lot of teams that were interested because after the draft, he started talking to the the cops, and I guess everyone was satisfied enough that he probably didn't kill a pregnant woman. Probably, probably, probably. You never really know, though, do you? <laughs> you know. But yeah, the Cowboys seem to be on a real tear, assigning assholes. Yeah, they yeah, they do. They got a bunch. Yeah, one of them's only going to play what six games. Uh, What's Hardy? It? Yeah, Greg Hardy. Did Whatever. He, I think he got suspended for ten or twelve games. It was 10, but it happened during the old rules, so it's going in front of an arbitrator right now, and pretty much what's going to happen is the arbitrator's going to go, well, the infraction occurred at this date, based on this date, it's going to fall in these guidelines, not the new ones. So how long do you think he's going to serve? Two to four. Really? Okay, we'll see. That's Rob's prediction. Two to four game suspension for Hardy. We'll see Absolutely. I mean, there's no way. They got to go by the old rules. I mean, that's not right if you, you know, you know, punish him now with what's going on <laughs> when that wasn't what was going on when he did what he did. Man, I, it's it's weird to be like, well, we had specific rules about just how bad you could beat a woman, and uh, that'll determine the, the suspension. Like, now we got different rules. Now it's tough. But, like, did they have it that clearly laid out? Like, if you whoop your... Your girlfriend, it's two games? They do now. No, now it's like 10 a year forever. Well, that's what I mean, though. Like, so before, did they have it laid out to say, like, well, you know, I whooped my girlfriend back then. Y'all didn't have specific whooping girlfriend rules. I think it was kind of discretionary, also based on how good you are. Right. You right. know, if you're an awesome player, we're going to eh, maybe finagle this around somewhere so it's not that bad. But, but still, like, if it, if there's room for interpretation, like, they could make it stick. I don't know. We'll find out. Rob says two to four games. I'm gonna two to four. For, I'm going to say that he serves the whole thing just because I'm mad that he got away. But uh, He got away because they couldn't find the girl to testify. Yeah, yeah, I know. She just oh, no. disappeared. I just meant that, you know, he, he would have been a good guy. Not a good guy. He would have been good next to McCoy. He would have been good on that line. Phenomenal. But he'll be a free agent after next season, too. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. That's the thing. Like, Dallas uh, doesn't sign a new contract for him. They just get the remnants of his contract. And or maybe he just signed a one-year deal, so he's got a one-year contract, and he's only gonna play a handful of games, and he hits free agency. Yeah, it's one year. None of the money is guaranteed. Yeah. So if they cut him, they don't get hit on the salary cap. You yeah. Know what I mean? But uh, so he'll be a free agent again. So hopefully, hopefully he didn't whip whooper. Hopefully he can make a good case, and maybe he'll end up as a buck. Maybe. I hope so. <laughs> yeah, I know. I forgive lots of things when they become bucks. Jeremy Stevens. I even forgot that he was a piece of shit for his short time. He's a rapist. <laughs> he dragged a woman down the stairs of the dorm by her ponytail and then raped her in the stairwell. Allegedly. Allegedly. Or maybe he was convicted. I don't I don't know. I think I'm 6'7". I'll rape you. And now he's uh, with Hope Solo and she's whooping bitches too. She has Allegedly. a beat up pussy. That shit is so beat up. It is putting Boar's Head Roast Beef out of business. Well, she's taking it out on her siblings. She's whooping her siblings and getting caught. Like, they got caught driving around Team America's van all drunk as shit. Did you hear about that? I did not. Oh, yeah. Was, this was a while ago. Like, uh, Hope Solo asked to borrow the van. I guess uh, I forget where they were, so maybe they're out and about. But uh, I think Jeremy Stevens uh, got pulled over driving it. They were both drunk as shit in Team oh, America's shit. van. Yeah. So, like, I don't know, they are either a perfect match for each other or not a great match. Oh, they're both fuck-ups. <laughs> it's going to work perfect. Yeah, seriously. Um, so, Rob, did you do your homework assignment? We were... I, I did. Okay, uh, just to refresh everybody's memory, 
we were talking about political correctness and uh, words and how how they come to mean certain things, and we were wondering how uh, faggot became a slur for homosexual when it used to mean all sorts of stuff. And we talked about South Park episode and all that. So let, let's hear. T- teach me, Rob. So there's a whole bunch of different meanings for the word. Um, originally, the word faggot is from the 13th century. Well, it's a French word meaning bundle of sticks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It also is from the Greek origin, possibly for the word phacalus, <laughs> which means bundle of sticks. Oh, okay. It, uh, in, in Britain, it has a, an alternative spelling, F-A-G-O-T, uh-huh. which now at this point means either a cigarette, which they shortened to fag. Uh-huh. It can mean a contemptuous woman. I see. And that started around 1915. Didn't really say how the word became a contemptuous woman. I think I've heard that. I think it had something to do with, like, it's uh, because, like, because a bundle of sticks is difficult to deal with or a, a tough load to carry or something like that. It had some roots with that. Basically, it's saying, you're a bitch. Yeah, it's like, this this bundle of sticks is a pain in the ass. You're a pain in the ass. <laughs> yeah, that's more for, like, you know, um, everyday outside use, like, bundle of sticks. It's also used in metallurgy as a, a bundle of iron. And huh. it's also used in the kitchen cooking area as a ball of meat. Interesting. Yeah, faggot is a ball of meat. What about, does it have anything to do with, uh, with fagel? Fagel, there's like... Karim, you're a fagel. Here, suck on this. <laughs> yeah, like the Hebrew or whatever, Yiddish. No, it, it actually didn't say anything about that. I think that's just like a happy coincidence, believe it or not. Well, how's... Okay, Many so... Many words have F-A-G in it. So with it being uh, bundle sticks, did you see how it ended up becoming a slur for gays? No, that's just the American-Canadian version of the word. Like, we adopted it and made it a derogatory word towards male homosexuals. Uh-huh. But that was never its, so you didn't see its how the, use in, uh, in in Britain and France and things like that. So you and, couldn't see a connect. Oh, let's see. So it was, uh, well, I guess maybe if it went from a pain in the ass woman, I, I guess from there you could go to an effeminate man well, it, or something. It, it went from, in the 1300s, you know, the, the sticks. Uh-huh. And then in the 1500s it was sticks, something else, and... Military, it was, uh, you're a faggot if you were placed into the military solely based to fill the position. Huh. Not based on your worth Not or your merit. talent or anything other than we just need a body here. Okay, so like you a, faggot. like a, <laughs> like a pawn more so than like a rich guy getting the officer role or what? Something like that. Just, yeah. you know what I mean? If we need ten guys and we got nine, it's like, you're the faggot, ten, yay. <laughs> Ah, all right. So we still don't know how it's truly tied, but we know it was uh, some sort of uh, it, was, it was a pain in the ass woman. It was just some dude bundle of sticks, it was bundle a bundle of stick, iron, a guy ball filling, of meat. Well, I guess if it's a guy filling in a hole, that kind of works. Heyo, heyo. Well, good enough. We'll see. We'll see if anybody else ha- uh, knows how to connect those dots. Whatever we're missing, connect those faggoty dots, if you would. <laughs> Indeed, indeed. All right, well, uh, something we missed last week, and we caught a lot of shit for it, so we're not going to miss it again this week, is uh, This Day in History. This Day in History. All right, so we got some good ones. Um, In 1858, a Senate candidate, Abraham Lincoln, declared, A house divided against itself cannot stand. A famous quote, of course. Have you heard that? I agree. (laughs) <laughs> Why the hell are there two parties? We should have a king. No. There should be one person in charge. Oh, you're so stupid. There this two party system is stupid. You're going the wrong direction with it. You don't the solution to that is not to have one one fascistic ruler. It's to have lots of parties no, and more voices. I don't like that. You want to have one voice. Because right now the two parties basically have one voice. Yeah, because it's not like olden times, you know, not everybody's a cunt. <laughs> you know. Can't follow this logic. You have to. <laughs> so, how would having one ruler make things better? Like, pick because it would either be like whether it's uh, 
Ronald Reagan, George W. Bush, Barack Obama, Hillary Clinton, if just one of those people was in charge, it would fucking suck. But they did nothing for me. We give all this money for what? To get fucked and go further in debt. Do you know what? They don't have any debt. They have jewels and cash. They're swimming in gold coins like Uncle Scrooge. The, the British royal crown. All, all monarchies have they, the, tons of money. The, the countries are rich. None of the countries aren't rich. The family is rich. That's the thing what about the am, monarchy. I'm happy to give the king some money. Uh, it, fine, Well, good the king. royalty. The royalty gets paid by the, the taxes in British. As they should. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because they're in, as ambassadors. But no, like, it's not like when you're... When you're Don't you have be a mad because no, I just... was born into this royalty. <laughs> it's not my fault. Just saying, just because a family is rich, like the Bush family, they're rich. It's not like when they're in charge, they share money with the with everybody. It's their money. When a, when the king has lots of money, you've seen movies. Think about Robin I Hood. I don't like this politics shit we got going on. So you'd rather be a subject and just have somebody boss you around? Yeah. God, you're crazy. Yeah, yeah, that would be way better. Alright, this is not the direction I thought that was going to go. Let's move on. Where do you think we came from? I'm just saying. Yeah, but we killed lots of people so that we didn't have to have a ruler. Ain't nobody telling me what to do, god damn it. Kinda, they are. I mean, they do, but if you don't I'd have fight health care, you're going to get fined. Right, once again, so should, wouldn't it make sense to move in the other way? No gods, no managers. No, I don't like that. Alright. There well, needs to be structure. Well, here, speaking of, of kings and, and presidents, uh, in 1933, FDR signed the National Industrial Recovery Act. That was something where... Um, in F- Prohibition? No, no, no. Though It was during like Great Depression times, and like the solution was... If the president could control the pricing uh, for industry, uh, they could jack up pricing for everybody, which would hopefully fight off uh, inflation or deflation, I guess deflation. Uh, But anyway, so it was basically like the president took control over pricing for, for industry, and they also like that can't be good. No, and it was declared unconstitutional and reversed. But what it another thing it did it made unions really strong. So um, I'm not a big fan of them either. Yeah, they, 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 had, they started with good intentions and seem to have gone really, really Why wrong. Why does it take seven motherfuckers to change a sewer cap? It's, you know, one guy's got to drive the truck, one guy's got to get the sewer cap, one guy's got to roll the sewer cap to the location, one guy's got to pick it up, put it in the hole, the other guy's got to take a picture of it, somebody else has to turn off the truck, they all got to go to lunch. Well, the worst part is, because, you know, depending on what union, they're, they're actually, uh, it can be a good way to make sure you get lots like, when you pull from the union house, you know that this person has a specific skill set, so it's less blind. Uh, so there's times that uh, that it can ensure quality. The challenge, though, comes in the way that the seniority crap works. People don't abuse it. Yeah, well, that's the thing. It, it can't help. Like, um, there's a situation I'm familiar with through a relative where they had some uh, union leadership position open up. Mm-hmm. And there was this person there that... Everybody loved. I mean, management loved him. Union workers loved him. People in other unions were because the unions have to work together too. Mm-hmm. And uh, so this guy, everyone's like, "Man, I want this guy in charge." But he didn't have. He had second in seniority. There was one guy that had more seniority mm, than who him. Sucked. Who sucked? Everybody hated him. People in his own union, other unions, management. He was just one of the worthless piece of shits that like to ride other people's coattails to get by in the union. Yeah. Um. So he was one of those guys. And so I forget like. If basically, if you're like a, if you're a great contract lawyer whiz, you can figure out ways to navigate the union system. But you can't just be like, "Hey, I like you. You work hard. I'll give you a raise." It yeah, all... but pretty much all of those people have no people skills. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. When you have to be nice and relay information and make everybody feel good, and you fucking suck at it, all you do is create problems. I've been uh, I've been exposed to a lot more unions over the last few years. I used to have a harsher view on them. I still think that they get abused horribly, but uh, a lot of the union members, they don't all fit into like the cartoon of uh, of like the Jimmy Hoffa kind of yeah, union right. guy. <laughs> but uh, so anyway, FDR tried to become king of industry for a day uh, for a few years, but the Supreme Court shot him down. Alright, what else? We got um, oh uh, Valentina Tereshikova of the USSR became the first woman in space. 
Really? Bitches in space, dog. Bitches be floating around, you know what I'm screaming? <laughs> you think they have sex in space? No. They're not supposed to. I don't think you can. Why wouldn't you be able to? Um, well, I'd have to, like, strap you down, and I'd have to try to not float away with my flopping dick going all over with no gravity. What What am I going to do? You don't have to strap down. You just have to strap to each other, I would think. That's retarded. Or, what, are we going to fuck like fetuses? <laughs> I fetus, fetus fucking? Is that what you're uh, insinuating? How would... Are you implying that fetuses fuck? No, I'm, <laughs> I'm implying that the two people in space would have to assume the position of a fetus, or feti, if you will, <laughs> and uh, that would be the only way to like stay together, and it would just... You'd look like a fucking idiot. So you think these people, there's guys and gals up in space for like for a year at a time, or however long they go up, and like you nine months later. Yeah. yeah. So you don't think they get it on at all? No, they're on camera 24 hours a day. Every brave souls, man. Yeah. Yeah. What are you going to do? Whack off on camera for everyone to see? I'm surely in the can and some other place. Well, I guess they don't have a can because the they got vacuum. the suits. Yeah. Yeah. That's well, weird. Do, well, actually, once they get up there, do they have, don't they have a bit of like that, like they seat belt down yeah, to that they toilet? they strap themselves down, turn it on, and it sucks the shit when it yeah. comes out of their ass. It's man, there's rooms ridiculous. that aren't on camera. There's got to be. I don't know, man. Either way, I don't know how comfortable I would feel whacking off in space. That would be weird. Well, I'm talking about whacking off in space, but yeah, no matter what, uh, what old USSR Valentina looked like, I think after about seven months, she'd be looking pretty good. Probably gross. <laughs> Some of those Russian girls look awesome, and some of them look like fucking sea donkeys. Ooh, I don't know what the fuck they got. Cro Magnon, like Neanderthal, like eyebrows and. Freaky, like, pointed chins and shit. They look all fucked up. You don't pick a fight with Russian girls. They shank you in the kidneys. Fuck them bitches. <laughs> uh, well, speaking of Russia, in 1996, Russia voted in its first independent presidential election. Brought us uh, Boris Yeltsin. Ooh, with that shitty-ass big old red birthmark on his yeah, forehead. Yeah, man. What, what do they dick. call that? Burgundy stain or something like that? They call it period blood on your forehead. It looks <laughs> like shit. Yeah, I'm surprised he didn't try and toupee over that shit. It was too far down. It would have, oh, yeah. you know what I mean? What are you going to be? Like one of those fucking, you know, like shaggy looking motherfuckers? Just grot your eyebrows real big. Yeah, okay. Get some <laughs> Boris Scorsese going on. You know what I'm screaming? Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, and this last one, I think this is, oh, actually, I got two more. But this one, uh, I think will tie in greatly with all your conspiracy theories that you enjoy. Ooh. In 2004, the 9-11 Commission determined that Saddam Hussein had no strong links to Al-Qaeda, contradicting White House beliefs. Get the brown people. <laughs> Is he brown? He's the problem. Get him. Seriously, I mean, how can you put them together when they have nothing to do with each other and see it as a reason to invade when we all know it's about oil and money? I mean, come on, man. We're not fucking stupid. God, you know the thing about the, uh, the war for oil thing um, that always got me, and still to this day, if it was a war for oil, if it is, why don't we get more oil? It doesn't seem like we're taking any of the oil. Because they keep blowing up the refineries. You Not in a while. They haven't blown them up in a while. I know, but they take forever to build. Like, we haven't had a new one built in the U.S. in 25 years, man. Yeah, well, that's regulation. But, uh... <laughs> regulate this. Reg <laughs> Nate Dog. Nate Dog and Warren Jane. Alright, last one. So, uh, this is a little more fun. A little less D.C. Um... Word, that's a rough what? city, man. Yeah, Dog. Uh, 1884, the first roller coaster in America opened at Coney Island. Oh, yeah? Yeah, Brooklyn. That's... I do not like roller coasters. Oh, yeah? Do they scare you like horror movies? Not so much scare me. I just get motion sickness and I throw up. It sucks. Well, this one only traveled six miles per hour and cost a nickel to ride. What a pussy-ass <laughs> roller coaster. Let's see. What that else? is so fucking weak. Yep. Uh, I hope it burnt to the ground. It probably did. Let's see. Ba ba ba. Not mid sixties. It just shut down because it was a piece of shit. Yeah, well, they got up to sixty miles an hour, eighty-five foot drop. That was the cyclone. Uh, well, anyway. Yeah, no thanks, man. I'm so glad they got rid of Guazi at Bush Gardens. Gua the Guazi Kamikaze. It's gone. That wooden piece of shit. Oh yeah, I did not like that one. I've been on every roller coaster at Bush Gardens once, except. Shikra, that cheetah one, uh -huh. and whatever that new, it's not really a roller coaster, but that giant 
falcon stupid no. thing that had the whole game area closed. I was so pissed. Yeah, I haven't been to Bush Gardens since I was a teenager, probably. But uh, at that time, I know I hit all the roller coasters, but yeah, I can't no. tell you what they're called. I don't. I don't. I can. I can tell you what they're called. I know you can, but I don't like them. Last time I went, I won two giant animals and was walking around like fucking king. <laughs> what, what, what kind of animals? A big white tiger and a and a giant Krusty the Clown that was like five feet tall. Nice. I actually had to get a locker because all the stuffed animals I got, I couldn't carry them all. Do you still have the Krusty the Clown? No. I did put him in my truck when I had the bread route and ride around with him for a little bit. That's cool. I wish I could have had that Krusty the Clown. Yeah, but the problem with stuffed animals, they get so goddamn dirty so quick and they uh, hold all the dust, dust and, and mites and... I used to like them a lot, but fuck stuffed animals. <laughs> True that. Sorry. It's fighting words in this house. I'll throw a stuffed animal at your face. I'm just talking about the kid. Oh, sorry. My I'm bad. picking a fight with the child. It's a child. God. 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 All right. So uh, let's uh, throw this ad up in here. Uh, once again, sponsored this week is the Meat Man. Meat Man. Meat Man. Meatmansteaks.com. Uh, the Meat Man is the web's number one shop for USDA prime steaks, exotic meats, and more delivered straight to your front door. You can buy rare, world-class items like, I'm like what the hell, like genuine Japanese imported Kobe beef or Berkshire pork, along with wild game meats like bison, kangaroo, ostrich, and others. If you're feeling adventurous, try some reptile like an eastern diamondback rattlesnake or a Florida alligator. Every once in a while, you can even find lion steak or black bear ribs available in our web store. People. I want to eat some lion. Me too, man. People get pissed with the lion meat. You know what? Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. That's too goddamn bad. You know what? They farm them for people to eat. They don't go to the zoo. They don't go to Africa and capture one from on the safari. You know, they, they breed them for food. When, just like cows. I think they're actually like at wildlife preserves and it's when they're put down there. Oh, I disagree. Not, I don't think there's a lion farm. I disagree. You think there's a lion farm? I do. Where do you think the lion farm is? I don't goddamn know. <laughs> I mean, do you think it's in farmer. Idaho, Australia? Uh, <laughs> I think there's at least one in North America. Yeah, there's got to be. You think there's a lion farm? Fuck yeah, man. Fuck Why yeah. not? Dude, if they're breeding, you know, shit, anything, they could do it anywhere. It doesn't matter. It's so, not like they're taking the lion to Mount Kilimanjaro or, or you know, the, uh, the Andes or whatever. They're not trying to fucking snow they're they're breeding it in some hot i think idaho maybe colorado do you think maybe they just put a big pit around the whole thing or a cage no i think they probably take it to a vet knock it out extract semen no. and throw it up in that bag you know what i'm <laughs> screaming about i meant when they're roaming are they free range or you think they're caged oh man? uh i would i gotta think they're just roaming around man you know how do you pull veal. them? Yeah, I know, but you'd have to like put a giant pit or a big cage over the whole well, field. Well, I mean, what do they do in the zoo? They build a big enclosure and you can't get out. Well, yeah. Amazingly, a... if you build a fence high enough, you can't get out. That's a tiny little zoo. That's not a farm for, for tons well, of Well, now you got feelings for the goddamn lion that we're going to eat? No, I'm just saying if you're going to be farming them, you got to have a lot of them. Anyway, it well, doesn't they're, No, matter. they're goddamn expensive. You don't really have to have that many of them. It's not like it's beef and it's eight bucks a pound. It's like 40 bucks a pound. I think it's more than that. Yeah, I think I'm just guessing, but it's a lot more. So yeah. you, don't, you have to have five times as less. Yeah, I think it might be closer to 100 bucks a pound. Ooh. I, yeah, I, I hear it's, uh, it's, it's a good strong meat. Really? I heard it tastes like shit. Yeah, well, that's what I think strong meat is. But I don't care what it tastes like. It's I'm called gamey. It. It's called assy. It's got animal ass all over it. I don't care, man. I want to be able to say, I ate lion. I defeated the king of the jungle. Same. Yeah. Well, the Meat Man is a truly one-of-a-kind experience, and I and I feel the superior way to buy your meats and find anything rare or wild that you're hunting for. It's also a great gift for Father's Day or birthday. Once again, Father's Day is coming up. Go to MeatManSteaks.com. MeatManSteaks.com. Yeah, you can either, even get a gift card or a t-shirt. A uh, gift card's a great way to go if you don't know what to get. Um, but you can't go wrong with, like, kangaroo burgers. Burger sample. Grab some burgers. Lots of burgers. Some people don't like gift cards. Yeah, no. They, they see it as, like, cheating. But I look at it as, you know, I want to get you something, but I don't know what to get you. And I don't want to get you something that I know you're not going to like mm -hmm. and force you to stand in that fucking line <laughs> at whatever establishment it is, you know, for a half hour to hope that they'll take it back. Right, right. You know what I mean? Don't 
don't don't fuck me like that. Just give me a gift card. Yeah, especially if you know it's a store I like, like uh, whether it's Meat Man or like my cigar site. Mm. Uh, you get me a gift card for that. It's like great. I will definitely use this right away, same day. Right away. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, so the orders are shipped FedEx in a reusable styrofoam cooler with plenty of dry ice to keep your meat cool so it's ready to eat when it lands on your doorstep, be it solo dining or cookout with friends and family. Customer satisfaction rate is through the roof. Everyone's talking about the meat man. If you're an avid griller, a personal chef, a foodie, or just want to try the best of what's out there, then the meat man is indispensable as a chef's knife or whisk. Uh, sadly for international listeners, Meat Man currently only ships to the good old U.S. of A., but keep hoping and grilling, and who knows what the future may hold. Otherwise, take your ass to the forest and kill something. <laughs> yeah, man, just <laughs> come to America. Uh, MeatManSteaks.com. Eat wild. Eat wild. Eat wild. We do have, uh, I think uh, Copenhagen has been a pretty steady uh, source for listeners for us. We're, we're big in Copenhagen. Dutch people be loving us. They be loving us. They be loving us. Must be all the orange in your hair. It reminds them of their soccer yeah, teams. Yeah, that's... I know that that is like their country color, and it looks so shitty. It's like, hey, let's take that shitty orange from a candy corn and put it on everything. Yeah, Matt's, uh, Matt will watch the soccer games and like he i think he might have one of those orange jerseys or something like that but it's so fucking noxious yeah even noxious he's in a beer league soccer or you know soccer league beer league thing and they picked orange for a season or two or whatever and even the orange t-shirts that they have in the beer league it was just just all hideous yeah it's like just pick blue man just pick blue pick something you know not so bright why you gotta get you know, bright with it. Yeah, black, give me blue. Like a, give me like a flat pumpkin orange, you know? <laughs> oh, you think a different orange would be better? Yeah, like a clay or something like that. A nice robbly orange. Absolutely. Yeah. It's more, more of a red. No, I'm just kidding. Seriously. <laughs> All right, enough about Rob's carpet and drapes. Jesus. You see, you just referenced my dick. What? What? <laughs> That's absurd. That's absurd. <laughs> All right, let's talk about some things going on in the world today, Rob. What is going on today? All right, so, okay, this one's a little old, but I liked it for for one reason. So you know those murderers that escaped in New York, right? The one with the giant dick. That's there you go, Jeremy. <laughs> That's actually the funniest thing about this article is, you know, they talk about this crazy Shawshank escape where they used power tools. Yeah, escape. power tools and got through, like, five like one inch metal pipes and yeah man andy dufrained it right through the fucking yeah, sewer it's, shit's crazy man i can't believe they're still on the run it's been like 10 days well they crawled through a river shit Ugh. um and they left that note with a little have you a little nice little day racist ass yeah, chinese that's little right it was have a nice day <laughs> with a little rice hat on and shit yeah where'd they get the sticky note i like, have no fucking clue. But, uh, yeah, so the detective... Where'd they get the power tools? Well, yeah. Well, I, th- I think they found out it was <laughs> well, that chick. Well, it was that bitch, yeah. You know what I mean. Well, that was the... Uh, so my favorite thing is in this whole article, so they were talking about this daring escape and about how, you know, somebody helped these people escape and now the, they're on the loose. And uh, retired detective David Bentley... Uh, this is from mirror.co.uk... That sounds a little bit legitimate. No, Mirror UK, they're legit. <laughs> um, but he uh, he's the one that helped jail Matt, one of the escapees, back in 1997. Said, when Matt's cleaned up, he's very handsome and, in all frankness, very well endowed. I know. What Ridiculous. A, why the fuck would you say that? Uh, I mean, at that point, it was probably one of those situations where it's like, here's your jail outfit, go shower. And it's like, Jesus Christ, look at the dick on that guy. Holy shit. <laughs> I'm just saying when the press shows up at your door and it's like, hey, you arrested these guys that escaped. And like, yep. It's like, how do you think he did it? It's like, he probably charmed his way out. Like, what makes you be like, and he's got a giant dick. And he's got a giant dick. Because how would the secretary chick know that? Like, um, she backed that ass up to the bars and probably got fucked through him. I wonder if they get that much access to people. Uh, yeah, I think you do at, at that point, because she worked in the jail. And but had... she, she was an administrator, not like a guard. No, she was a fucking housefrau. <laughs> and her husband worked there, too. Oh, is that right? Yeah, he mm-hmm. worked there, too. So maybe they were so sneaking off like, to the hey, broom closet. how's all those prisoners' dick taste? <laughs> Delicious. Delicious. Tastes like freedom. Mm. <laughs> Tastes like duck butter. Ugh. Ugh. We've started watching uh, the new season of Orange is the New Black. I know of this. This is the lady 
jail kind of situation. Yeah, it's show. the creator of Weeds made it. Um, I never watched that either. You didn't. It was one of the Weeds kind of had ups and downs. It was they like had the David Duchovny. Weeds, didn't it? No. Yeah. No, you're thinking of California Cation. I am thinking of California Cation. No, Who that show is awesome. Oh, Kevin Nealon. Yes, Kevin Nealon. Ah, uh, not that they look alike or anything, because they don't. But they look exactly the same. <laughs> that fucking five head he's got. No, that, that show is funny. It, it would get like funny for a few seasons, you know, Kevin Nealon being a stoner, and then like, oh, we should get serious for a while, and then like, they kind of brought it back to funny. I don't know. There's ups and downs on that show. It wasn't always great. I'll give it a chance if yeah. I get around to it. Orange is the New Black. I can't. Uh, I can't figure out whether it's. Good or yeah, it's a, like it's okay. There are some parts that are like. There's always some parts that are interesting. Uh, lesbian sex is always pretty awesome. I was just awesome. gonna say there's got to be some lesbian type stuff going on. Yeah, a lot of lesbian sex, which is pretty rad. Yeah, that's good. That's yeah. a good thing. So you tune in just to, yeah, to yeah. check. Yeah. It's like, hey, she's not home. Uh, I guess I'll run one. All right. <laughs> Me and my lady watch it together. Oh well, she can Dutch rudder you, bro. Dutch rudder. Explain the Dutch rudder. That's when I put my hand on my dick but you grab my arm and make it go up and down so you're jacking me off with my own hand so it's not gay ah, i see i'm, I'm glad Jeremy, you used fucking cunt you little, <laughs> you little prick come on down to florida i'll beat the shit out of you i'm glad you use me in the example for now i'll use jeremy in your examples yeah. okay he's probably tiny if he's a little psychologist guy he's probably like five one mm. 111 pounds never had sex big old coke bottle glasses balding so you, know. so you think he'd be just your type? He'd be willing to... I'll beat his ass and then fuck it, apparently. <laughs> fuck uh, well, it's good that you're finding love through this show, Rob. It's emotion. Whatever. It's feelings. I have feelings, too. You Can have... I share mine with you? Share <laughs> share them, Rob. Share. Fly away me, lesbian seagull. Remember that? The teacher from Beavis and Yeah, Bible? man. I, I, oh, I, can't re- I can't even remember that guy's fucking name. Oh, I have no idea. I was just thinking about Beavis and Butthead to America, though. He had a nice role in that. Oh, I can't wait to go to the slots. Oh, slots. (laughs) Oh, lots of slots. Lots of slots. Oh, I love the slots. I haven't Uh, seen that movie in a long time. Yeah, me neither, man. Didn't they try to bring it back and it failed miserably? I think they did. Yeah, they brought the series back. Yeah, Yeah, no one cared. I remember it being on and... Never really trying to watch it, and then it was gone, so... You know, think about all the shows back then that were were causing such a stir. You know, Beavis and Butthead, The Simpsons. Well, it was edgy back then. Now there's so many other things that are way edgier. It's just it's not special anymore. Yeah, man, like, no one thinks that Bart Simpson is something that you can't let your six-year-old watch. You know, that was a big thing. The Simpsons were, were bad back then. Yeah, I don't get that at all. You know, because especially the way people are such pussies now about like, oh my God, you can't do that at school. You know, like all the other kids might get offended or actually one kid will get offended. So that one kid, guess what? Somebody's got to (laughs) lose. That is the way that life goes. If you let kids that suck at stuff gallivant around and you tell them they're doing a great job, as soon as they get to the real world, they are going to fail, 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 fail. Everything's going to suck. They're not going to know what to do. And it's because you treated them like a little bitch. And now they have no character and they don't know how to work out their own problems. Speaking of people being sissies and getting offended, uh, from the Washington Post, um, a Maryland DJ is in trouble because he uh, declined to do a birthday party for a gay guy. Um it's Ultrasound DJs, which was found in the 80s with his brother. Um, they have a written company policy stating, We will not be involved in any event involving homosexual celebration or activity. We follow biblical morality. So this kind of follows in with some other people that have been getting turned down for like weddings and stuff, which is more, you know, you can see how that violates someone's religion. Um, I do I guess. and I don't. Well, I mean, it's not us to define, like, whatever someone's religion is, whether we agree with it, it is what the religion is, you know? You're not my dad, and you don't get to tell me what to do. Right. If if I don't want to have you at my establishment, guess what? Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, true that. And if if you pull the gay card, fuck you. Well, that's the thing. Like, you know, I I think everyone should have the ability to turn down business for any reason, because quite frankly, if you're a dick and you're turning down, like, I don't serve blacks, I mean, uh, people are going to stop going to your place and you're going to close. Right. Like, I don't care. Honestly, be gay. 
please, I don't care. But from the other side, if I don't want to have gay people in my restaurant, yeah, if that's like, my choice. You crazy Catholic guy. I don't guy. have to. I don't have to do that. Well, here's the best part of the story. So you know, it sounds on the surface like okay, well, this guy's a religious nut, you know. Um, well, he does not. It's not that he hates gays. He's incredibly nutty because. Where is it? The company policy states that there are family, they're a family-friendly firm and won't play vulgar music, tolerate provocative dancing, or be involved with strippers, fortune tellers, psychics, or magicians. Jesus Christ. <laughs> what are we, in medieval England? I yeah. Mean, what the hell is that? Yeah, so, like, I, I think the, uh, the gay couple or the gay guy or whoever, however many gay people are involved in this, like, for them to Lots. be aff- yeah, <laughs> for them to be offended by this guy turning them down, it's like, they would have turned you down if you wanted a psychic or a magician or even play music with naughty words. Right, that's just them, you this know, guy's just oh, a nut. You, don't, you don't want us here because we're gay. Pretty much. I think this guy doesn't want You know, to... that's just too damn bad. This guy has very specific people he serves, and it's nobody that listens to popular music or likes magic. I mean, at that point, go somewhere that wants you. <laughs> you know, why you gotta make a big deal out, out of nothing? I kind of want to, uh, to trap this guy, go up to Maryland and have him do a party, and then just have it full of magicians. Magicians, and gays, uh, gypsies. It says strippers, so there could strippers, be both gay oh, and straight oh, strippers. Male strippers. Yeah. All kinds of dongs. Yeah, just get them up in there, but wait, like have them all behind curtains, you know? And so as soon as the music starts with some Barry Manilow or whatever he'll play since he doesn't do vulgar music. Did you see he came out as gay after like 40 years? Like finally? Oh. I mean, everybody knew he was fucking gay. Yeah, I was always surprised that he quote unquote wasn't. No, he married his uh, manager of, like, 35 years. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah it's kind of like, you know... So his manager's a fan Totally. This is funny, because, you know, you see... you. I don't know, with Barry Manilow, you just kind of always assumed it, you know? But there's all those, like, at this point, old, they're not even housewives. They're older than that now. These older mm. women that were just like, oh, Barry Manilow. Oh, I know. And you're just like, really? Liberace? What yeah, you right. Liberace was gay. <laughs> what? what? No. Ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, Barry Manilow. Sing us a little Barry Manilow. Uh... Actually, don't even fucking know any Barry Manilow songs. I probably do. Mandy? Is that one of his? Something about Oh, Mandy. You came and you something with dick. I don't know. I... Came and you something with dick? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. I don't know. Okay. Um... Let's see. This you sent me this uh, American Pharaoh, the uh, the horse. Yeah, triple crown winner. Yeah, man. What's going on with him and post retirement, or when he retires? Fucking. Yeah, doing a lot of fucking. There is going to be a lot of fucking because the people that own American Pharaoh, they sold the breeding rights for somewhere in the neighborhood of twenty million dollars. Now the original article that I saw said it was going to be somewhere around 100000 for the studying fee. But then I saw another one, and it said one hundred and seventy-five. That's crazy. Which is a lot better, because if it was 100000 per, it would take you 200 times just to make your money back. Uh, yeah, and you know... Um, Considerably I, less with 175000 And do they even let the horse... Like, do they let him fuck, or is it... No, 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 no. Yeah. They, they keep the mare... On the other side of the wall, uh, and they have like the pommel horse, like from gymnastics. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of like one of those things. And the horse gets all excited and it kicks up on it, trying to get to the female horse. And then some guy runs up with a big blue tube and throws it on the erect fucking horse's dick. And it's got a little glass reservoir at the end, and it catches all the fucking semen. Dear and God. That's, that's how they. How many strip. times have you done this? Zero. <laughs> I've seen it on TV like 15, though. Seems like it could be a hobby. Yeah, you know, I don't really want to jack off a horse. Yeah, well, everybody's got their thing. Those Clydesdales and Push Gardens did have some big fucking dongs, though. <laughs> big old, like, pink dongs. Big Budweiser penis. Yeah, it was crazy looking. Yeah, all right, well, uh, here's uh, here's one that I like. This was also from the Mirror UK. I seem to go to them a lot for some reason. Hmm. But uh, there was an ad placed in um oh i forgot where it was uh but they were looking for a partner for their time machine 
A woman posts an ad for open-minded person to use time machine built in her garage. What a fucking idiot. Yeah, this is in Gumtree, which I guess is kind of like Craigslist over over in the UK. Is uh, it for idiots? It's for idiots. Yeah, I mean, is Craigslist for idiots? I mean, that's they? like... I mean, but come on. I mean, there can be stupid shit Here that's go. still real, but that's fucking retarded. I mean, come on, man. Really? For the past few months, I've been working on a design for a time machine in my garage. So far, I've been able to make mice disappear, but I don't know if they're going back or forward in time. I'm looking for a time travel partner, male or female, who's open-minded with a good sense of humor to accompany me on my first human transportation. Owner drivers would be a plus, as the machine needs to be taken to a wide-open space like a beach to prevent property damage. Happy to split fuel costs, smiley face. Looking forward to hearing from you soon. Tie a rock to their foot and throw them in the water. You don't think this chick from Devon has a time machine? I think that's the fucking dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. What a <laughs> fucking idiot. Somebody commit this fucking clown. You don't think it's a prank? No, I think it's fucking stupid, and I think the mice are in a fucking ass. <laughs> did Lemmy you, Wink style. Did, ooh, Lemmy Winks. Did you ever uh, see the movie Tusk? Tusk. It was that Kevin Smith movie? No, I didn't. Oh, man. It was about... Uh, about it's a horror movie about this guy who turns another guy into a walrus, uh, but it was all based. Weird. Yeah, it was all based on this ad in the UK where someone wrote this letter seeking a roommate um, for free lodging in this luxury house. And the one catch was that uh, certain hours of the day they had to dress up like a walrus in this walrus suit that the guy made. And it was this really funny uh, article. They did a thing on uh, their podcast about it. And uh, come to find out, it was this little British dude uh, who enjoys doing pranks. Uh, in so he just did it because he could. He just wrote this this long letter from the perspective of some guy who was you know spent a lot of time traveling and spending like in Antarctica or wherever the fuck walruses are, and he had befriended a walrus who he loved, and he just wanted to make sure that uh, that he had some more walrus time with his lost pal. Fuck that guy, too. <laughs> that guy's a fucking idiot. Get a goddamn hobby. He had, uh, he had written one previously uh, to, like, a neighborhood association or, like, a local paper about the neighborhood complaining about a, a black hole that had opened up in his closet or something like that. But it actually got um, people discussing it as if it was a real problem. Like, next on the agenda, the black hole. Because people are fucking stupid. I've come to that conclusion. It's it's not getting better. It's getting worse. <laughs> so you don't get any sort of joy out of a, a time travel ad? No, not at all. Like, it's not cute. Like, if, if you know, a five-year-old were doing it, you know, it's like, oh, look, he thinks he can time travel. But that's a grown-ass woman that probably drives a car and is responsible for other lives. Get the fuck out of here. I just like to think about the, anybody that replies, like, if there's a serious response to it. Like, I know a lot of people are going to be like, ah, you know, asshole. But I hope. I hope it's a flood of it. I just hope that somebody shows. I, one, I hope that there is a lady in, Dem, in Devon with a, with a time machine. And I hope that somebody shows up with their bags packed and they, they attempt to go. How many people were in that Heaven's Gate cult? Oh, yeah. Quite that they a few. they thought they were going to get on the spaceship behind the Hale-Bopp comet Hale-Bop, that comes yeah. every 75 years. You know, there's like 40 of them. Yeah. You know? 40 people believed they- enough to... Drink cyanide and kill themselves. I mean, that's crazy. They gave it the college try. I'm so glad they did it, too. We don't need (laughs) motherfuckers like that. Me, too. There's a lot more religions out there that I think should attempt these similar things. Um, I think, you know, Islam, they need to uh, get it together here. Because if you read the book and interpret it the way that it's meant to be interpreted... All of them should go kill themselves. All of them. If they look at a woman improper, if they drink... No, oh, the strict rule, the yeah, morality code. Go go kill yourself. It's over, you know? So if they were real, you know, fanatically religious, which they claim to be, but they're not, you know, they would all start offing themselves. Well, you know, Catholic, uh, Catholics are pretty strict, too. Like, if they're, they're real Catholics... Oh, but then I can go and just tell some guy in a box with a book what I did and that's say true. ten Hail Marys, and then it's like I never did it. I forgot that. Yeah, the confession loophole. Yeah, that's that was weird to me. You know, I, I'm not Catholic, but I went to a Catholic school. And, all right. You know, I didn't have to participate, but I had to go, and it was just... 
you know, it was very weird. I, I didn't like it at all. So they forced you to confess and stuff? No, no, not confess, but just to go. And yeah. like, I watched people do it, and it was disturbing. Like, did So did your classmates, like other teenagers, did they take it seriously and do legit confessions? Oh, oh yeah, like 8 out of 10 were full-blown Catholic, like did the Hail Mary, full of grace, our Lord is with thee, blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thine Jesus, holy Mary, mother of God, pray for us sinners now in the hour of death, amen. I know the goddamn prayer. I'm not even Catholic. So. Goddamn prayer. Oh, I did say goddamn prayer. What a <laughs> Apologies. Apologies. But yeah, out of everything, that's the that's the apologies. Whatever. I can feel bad about whatever I want. Um, did you ever hear any of their like confessions or they tell you any or anything? No, nobody goes in there like yelling and stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Usually it's like, oh, you know, I masturbated like 18 times last week. And... I mean, do they say that or do they just say like I had impure thoughts? I, as far as I'm concerned or led to believe, yeah, you... you you, you t- gotta say it. If you don't say it, then you're not gonna be forgiven for man, it. That's because all those priests are getting hot and heavy in the other room thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, come on, man. It's 2015. What's up with the chastity? Come on, let him just fuck. Yeah. Really? Just, it's not a big deal. It's, there's, there's no reason for that. You're not giving your body to God. Whatever. And Catholics are the only ones that do that, right? I think they are. I believe so, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, seriously, you are made you know, subconsciously in your mind to procreate. procreate. Yeah. That is what you are put here for. Fuck and make kids. Fuck and make kids. And you take that away. There's going to be problems. Like You mean like molesting children? Uh, molesting, you know, uh, sodomy. Uh, hey, drink this uh, sacramental wine, you know. <laughs> a little Jesus it, juice. Yeah, a little Jesus <laughs> juice makes you feel good. And, um... I, it's the Pope, I heard, just said that they're going to do something to go after child molesters or, like, churches that don't really punish the child molesters and just kind of shift them around. I think it might be, like, the first time a Pope's finally been like, you know what? This child molesting thing's no good. It's not even that. I've heard a couple of crazy stories about at the Vatican, like, they have these gay bathhouses for all the priests to go in and just be oh. gay dicks out and rubbing on each other and not with kids, like, with other priests like like old roman bathhouses yeah you know, like a turkish bathhouse kind of deal yeah a russian bathhouse real real odd i'm i don't ever want to go to one of those where I, did you hear that oh, I, god I, damn it i don't know i can't reference it <laughs> i'm not a goddamn book just wondering if it's part of the uh the tour my dad went to the vatican not too long ago no it's not part of the tour you can, <laughs> here is the priest this is where we do our fucking <laughs> google that real quick just let, let's just see what comes up do, yeah, okay. do just one thing Put gay bathhouse Vatican. Let's uh, see what comes up. Okay, I should. Let's know. see. Humor like, me. My dad, when he was at the Vatican, he said that um, they had they were talking about some some I don't know tarp or some shit on the wall shroud, but, of shroud or something. But yeah, they were like, you know, we used to have this really nice piece um, that we you know, basically we stole from the Brits uh, in some war, and then come some other fucking war. Uh, they took it back, or they stole it from us, and it's, ever since then, we've been mad, or something like that, where it's just like, we had this really nice thing on the wall over here, uh, but the Brits stole it. It's like, but didn't, didn't you steal it from the Brits? <laughs> you you kind of stole it first, buddy, so takes these backsies, deal with it. Um, oh, here's an article that the Vatican owns a building with a gay bathhouse. Mm. Uh, Vatican owns building that houses cardinals and Europe's biggest gay bathhouse. Oh, shit. That's in the New York Daily News. Legitimate. Is it? It's not like, you know, whatever the hell those other ones were. That sounded really legitimate. You know? <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, uh, what was it? Uh, players or something like yeah, that? Yeah, players with a Z. Yeah, and apparently it's really close to the church. Oh, of course. I'm going to go pray and then fuck some old men in the ass. It's going to be awesome. Oh, yeah. Look, it was also on Salon.com. The senior... The senior Vatican figure sweating the most due to the unlikely proximity of the gay Europa multi-club is probably Cardinal Ivan Diaz, the head of the congregation. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. None of this matters. Basically, someone's upset about it. <laughs> they don't like the gay. God, they bought... They spent $30 million. The Holy See had purchased uh, a $30 million share of Rome real estate that includes Europe's largest gay sauna, making them its official land. Okay, so they bought a giant plot of land. 
And apparently part of it was the largest gay bathhouse in Europe. Conveniently. Yes, convenient. Just a coincidence. Just a little bit of a coincidence. Um, here was something that you sent over. Uh, a stormtrooper was recently arrested. Yeah, some guy was just parading around on the sidewalk in his stormtrooper outfit with his little plastic gun, and I guess he was a little too close to a school, and somebody called the cops, and they came out, and they said, you need to, you know, put down the gun and get the hell out of here, and he was like, it's free country, I can do whatever I want. Whack! Cuffs. <laughs> do what they say. They're always right. That's they right. got cuffs. <laughs> yeah, they even put the school in lockdown. Which is ridiculous. Pussification. The stormtrooper protested, like I'm some kind of weirdo or something. Uh, well, uh... <laughs> I bought a costume. I was walking through the neighborhood showing friends. Yeah, that's weird. I mean, that guy's a fucking loser. But he wasn't. He was standing across the street from the school, like out front still, you know? Yeah, that's... that. I mean, should he have been arrested? Probably not, but... I mean, should he be doing that kind of shit? Yeah, the cops... Probably not. The cops said that he didn't pose a threat. However, quote, he did cause a disturbance, and we can't tolerate that. So who determines that, though? I mean, I could go around and, like, clap and, you know, piss people off. Uh, is that well, grounds for me to be arrested? I think with a school, like, you can't loiter around a school, and I think that's basically what they got him on. Um, like, yeah, but you just said he was across the street. Yeah, I don't know. I think he was. Maybe he was out front. Outside, well, it says outside the Brickett Elementary School on Wednesday. And the picture made it look like he was across the street, but I guess the camera could have been he across the street. He needs to go to one of those Trekkie cons or whatever. You know, find some friends. <laughs> you seriously. you can circle jerk with. Well, this is Star Wars, not Star Trek, okay? Whatever, it's so all same. To, you gotta, it's not all the same. You're going to piss off armies of nerds. Oh my god, you know, whatever. Like what you like. Good for you. I like penis. Yeah, you know, whatever. You're a dick. Um, Alright. So, uh, we read a couple things from some listeners. Here's for what's becoming my favorite part of the show, which is the Rob Advice segment. Yeah. So this is, uh, hey Rob, I hate my job and it's full of assholes. I'm going to quit before I kill someone. What should I do for my grand exit? Kevin from Atlanta, Georgia. Mmm. Oh my gosh, there could be so many things. You know, you got to think think ahead a, a little bit, though. You know, you can't, you know, light anything on fire. Mm. You can't do anything, like, biohazardous, you know, so you can't put shit everywhere. Let's see. Let's think of it. Let's say it's an office. He didn't say what kind of job. Let's pretend it's in an office. Okay. I'm going to tape raw fish to the bottom of everybody's chair. You know, it won't. It won't happen right away. It'll take a few days for, you know, there to really be some stink going on. So then hopefully there's oh. plausible deniability that it wasn't me. So what, you want to do it on like a Friday afternoon, Friday evening, last thing? Something like that, yeah. How um, are you going to get all the fish in? I'm going to get the janitor high and steal his keys. Ah. Uh, so first you have to meet the janitor. Easy. And then you have to smoke him out. Easy. And then steal his keys. I'll just ask him for him. And then just bring in a, a whole box of fish. Something like that, yeah. I mean, I would probably target specific people. I'm not going to ruin everybody's party, you know. <laughs> I have a list. How about for the boss's office? If he was a cunt, yeah, it's going to get the most, man. Get the most fish? Might get some birds and give them some algae seltzer and they'll just blow up. <laughs> It'd be awesome. That would be awesome. I know uh, I heard of a company uh, out of St. Pete that... Uh, they had a real bad run-in with a landlord, mm. and uh, they filled up the walls with cans of, of seafood um, nice. like in between the drywall in nice. hopes that it would heat up, and then kaboom! Not even that. I mean, just ferment and rot. And well, just... you, those cans, though, when it rots, they expand out, and they do explode eventually. Oh, shit, really? Or, or at least they'll, they'll pop a hole, but they, they can, like, straight explode. Nice. Yeah, that's why that's why uh, cans swell, you know, don't get swollen cans at the store. No, I wouldn't do that anyway. That means there's something fucked up with it. It does. It means they rotten, dog. Yeah, there's some err in it. <laughs> some err. Get some err in it. Yep. Oh, you know what? I gotta come up with... Uh, we didn't come up with a new homework assignment for you. Mm. Let's see. What? Oh. I got nothing, man. I got nothing. 
We'll come up with something, I guess, off there. What, uh... For homework, let's see, maybe... What do you got going on for the rest of the week, man? Work. Just work, work, work. work. Slinging them chicken wings. Something like that. Work. It's been so busy because it's fucking hockey. I'm so glad it's over. Yeah, our lightning lost. That's okay, though. I mean, that just means we're a good team, and we have the ability to get back there next year. Fuck yeah. Yeah, all of our young guys are... Young and cheap. Yeah. Bishop's going to get a big payday. I hope so. You know, you got to pay your goalie. I think I heard he's going to be the highest paid player in the NHL. I mean, you know, he did pretty goddamn good. Yeah. You know, your your pay is based on how you play. When you play great, eh, you kind of get paid. True that. True True that. that. All right, man. Well, I think that's all we got for this week. Fuck. (laughs) <laughs> what you got something you want to add no not off the top of my head but i just don't want it to be over i know it's so sad saying goodbye it's so hard to say goodbye to yesterday well saying goodbye for today and this week i guess that's all we got uh, be sure to uh check out the trippy show on monday uh, on Radio I.O. on Wednesday and Friday as well. Yeah, uh, not this Wednesday and Friday, but on Monday we'll be there. Oh, yeah, well, us being there, yes. Yes, of course. Monday, of course. Monday, Monday. And we'll, uh, we'll throw a link up on the Twits and the Facebooks. Uh, once again, if you want to write to uh, get any advice from Rob, it's uh, confusion at noisefly.com. Uh, if you want to tweet to us, uh, follow Rob at, at @ballofrob. Uh, you can get me at, at Frank underscore Craft. That's C R A F T. Uh, but yeah, shoot us uh, any stories you like, any feedback on the show, or any questions you have for Rob. He's a a great wealth of advice. Fact, I'm like Uncle Scrooge swimming through them goddamn coins. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck you, Jeremy. By the way. <laughs> you little cunt. All right. Well, until next week. Ow. Yeah. I will do.